0: The best way to predict the future is to invent it. Stephen Ambrose brings you up to speed on what the future holds as he explores the latest technology as it impacts our lives. Well, welcome to Tech Talk right here on High FM where we always are chasing all the exciting tech happenings and gizmos, gadgets and and just simply how technology is going to impact, affect, and just change the way we live and the way we do business and the way we do absolutely everything. I mean, if you cast your mind back even two, three years, how much has changed? How many of us sit at home in front of our laptops, in front of our computers, and um, do business as if we were sitting at the office? Um, Everything's in the cloud. Everything's being emailed and sent via whatever platform to Wherever you need to send it, and e commerce is absolutely booming. A little bit more about that later um, there 's a lot of growth in the e commerce and uh, side, and companies who were not ready have suddenly become very ready and it 's just an absolute imperative there 's just no question that we need to completely change what we 're doing and Responding to that, the big five g war is officially on. Vodacom launched 5G a couple of weeks ago. Very limited for now. A couple of spots in in towards Midrand. A couple of spots in Sandton. There's even one spot about half a kilometre from where I live. If you wander in there, you get 5G signal. So, pretty spotty for now. A little bit in Cape Town, but going to grow pretty quickly. Well, MTN who were slow on the uptake and as usual just allowed Vodacom to pip them with the first to market with 5G have now announced that they will be launching their 5G network next week on the 30th of June. Now, being me, I've tried. I've put uh, my SIM, my MTN SIM card in a 5G phone and wandered about to see if I could get any coverage. But obviously they've not switched it on as yet, but I will report back as soon as I can get some signal from them as soon as possible. But their new 5G network is also going to be fairly small, limited to certain suburbs in certain areas, probably near the head office and, you know, some parts of the north of Joburg. But it's a big deal in many, many, many respects. And the big player in 5G in South Africa, Rain, have announced that they will have up to 1,500 live sites going in South Africa by the end of the year and already do a pretty good job of covering big chunks of Johannesburg, and starting a little bit in Cape Town, and I've been using their 5G now for a couple of months, and I must admit that on the whole, it's been super solid, super stable, incredibly fast, <coughs> and it definitely does take the whole online experience way ahead of of what you're used to using, even on a mobile phone. When you're on the uh, the 5G network either the MTN or the uh, either the Vodacom or the Rain network. It's just that much more responsive. Anyway, we'll be back straight after this um, with some more interesting news and updates of what's happening in the tech world. This is Tech Talk with Stephen Ambrose on 101.9 High FM. E-commerce, as we were discussing earlier, has become pretty much the de facto way of doing pretty much everything. People are concerned, and with what's going on out there, justifiably so, there's definitely been a huge uptick in um, the numbers of people who are infected with coronavirus, and it seems that South Africa is pretty much following the trend everywhere else in the world where it peeps really quickly and then comes off and settles down, and we can all get back to some sort of normal living. But normal has changed. There's just no doubt that normal is no longer what it was. And even those who are a little bit, I wouldn't say anxious or scared or concerned about doing things online, have found that that is actually the only way to do this. So online shopping, and in fact, in the Tech Talk Cafe segment in a few minutes, we're going to be talking about a health brand, Under Armour, who launched their e-commerce platform in South Africa. A little bit late to the market because The rival brands have been doing it for a while, and apparently quite successfully so. But they are finally here. It's a good operation, and we talked to their MD, Gareth Kemp, who is going to just take us through some of the things that go on and how important e-commerce is to them. But one thing that has been happening, and one thing that I have been speaking to a lot of people about, which is quite quite a big deal, is that despite the promise of e-commerce, click and Click and pay, and they'll deliver the next day. You know, it sounds all trite and easy. Um, and up to now, it has been pretty good. I mean, for example, Take-A-Lot and Loot and all these other guys have been pretty good at getting your shopping to you at a reasonable speed. Um, you place the order sometimes the same day, other times the next day, depending on what's going on. The goods arrive at your door. But the last month since... In fact, the last two months, since the whole pandemic thing has has hit, there have been a number of real hiccups. And a lot of people have been complaining that they can't get hold of these various companies. Most of them have taken down the phone lines because things become really fraught and difficult and it costs money and it takes people to man phone lines. They've been pretty much uh, communicating through social media. So if you want to tweet them, you'll probably get a response quicker. If you want to send them a Facebook message, it'll probably also work quite well, and via email, so send them an email if you have a concern. But the shipping times have been slipping considerably over the last couple of weeks, and the report back from most of these companies is that their volumes have exceeded Black Friday, any, even the best Friday, Black Friday they've ever had, and we're not talking about one weekend shopping experience, which is traditional in the November-December period, but Consistently higher amounts of e-commerce are being taken place and, and with the whole pandemic that is happening right now, there's been a lot of changes. The first and most critical one is despite the fact that many of these companies say they have the goods in stock, which they may well have, a lot of the goods that you buy online Are sold on behalf of other people. That is something that both loot take a lot and others do. So in other words, they get assured by their suppliers that the stock is available. Um, They put it online as available, ready to ship. And when they go back to their suppliers, they find that for lots of reasons, and a couple I'll, I'll elucidate now, but for lots of reasons, the stock's not available. It takes a little bit longer and the sheer volume of orders has slowed down their ability to communicate this directly with your with yourself or with anyone who's out there buying online. So the entire supply chain has been taking huge a huge amount of of hits. For the first and most important thing, a lot of electronics and smaller things were shipped via commercial aircraft that flew passengers and freight. Now, there are hardly any passenger aircraft coming into the country. Also, the amount of goods that were sitting at customs in the ports and everywhere had built up over the harsh level four and level five lockdown period, and that stuff hasn't cleared out to the various warehouses. Most people's warehouses have been operating at very low volumes. In other words, they have to distance the people, they have to work certain shifts. It's become incredibly difficult to run super slick fast operations in the current climate. Um, and so... Whenever you, you, you click and pay, just have a little bit of patience. Understand that there are unavoidable delays throughout the whole supply chain. It's not just take a lot, loot, um, you know, yuppie chef, whoever that you're dealing with. The simple fact is that the volumes have climbed way beyond anyone could have planned for over the last little while. I mean, when people were going into the year, business was not great. Things had slowed down. E-commerce was holding out quite well, but just generally no one was ramping up. Their staff and their systems and their platforms and their warehouses to cope with any big hit uh, in terms of of e-commerce. Then the COVID nineteen issue reared its head, shut the country down, shut the world down. So apart from I've been speaking to a couple of electronic suppliers, a lot of them have been having huge trouble getting their goods out of China. So China went into lockdown; nothing was shipped. A lot of people shipped the stuff through Hong Kong, Singapore, other main ports. Um, Shanghai in the east, and those ports themselves have backed up. Stock is stuck there. Airplanes are not flying globally. So there's been an enormous knock-on effect on the various um, supply chains into these companies, so they've had to work their way through it, and I understand it's, it's extremely frustrating to say it's in stock, you click it, I've had the same problem myself, certain networking gear didn't arrive, and you just have to understand that There is massive strain and stress through the system. But going forward, over the next couple of months, I do believe there's going to be a huge shift towards the logistics and the supply chains and the various elements of online shopping, which will change absolutely everything. Retail, unfortunately, I think the physical retail environment. So listening to this next segment, they've got some really clever stuff under Armour on how they're trying to maintain and enhance their retail environment. Some for those that have money and others for anybody. So stay tuned. There's some really smart stuff going on in the retail space, but e-commerce as or online shopping or any form of online distance based platforms are definitely going to be the way to go going forward. The choice is greater. There's going to be far easier access to a far wider range of goods. So e-commerce is definitely mainstream. All of us, those that have always felt uncomfortable, are just going to have to get comfortable with it, from groceries down to daily essentials to any form of sports or electronic gear, clothing even which is an area which a lot of younger people have taken to very easily Um, they know their brands they know what they want they'd like to have it delivered so tune in for this next segment some really smart stuff coming up so we'll be back straight after this and uh, with our interview with gareth kemp who's the md of apollo brands who's the distributor of under armor in south africa this is tech talk with stephen ambrose on 101.9 high fm Welcome to Tech Talk Cafe, right here on High FM. And with me virtually, as we do these days, is Gareth Kemp. He's the MD of Apollo Brands, who are the exclusive Under Armour distributors in, in South Africa. So welcome to the show, Gareth. And uh, hopefully you guys are keeping warm. It's been a little chilly up, up north here. So tell us a little bit about what Under Armour is doing. Because you've launched a brand new online store. Along with some interesting wrinkles, but we'll get to that later. A little late to the game, but uh, tell us about a little bit about that, and some of the challenges of going online in these crazy times.
1: Oh, thanks. For, firstly, thanks for having me, and uh, uh, hello to all the listeners. Um, yeah, look, we we only started in 2016, so I think for, from our side, um, importantly to note is that we are a distributor. Um, all the other athletic brands that exist in South Africa. Or subsidiaries um, so in the beginning when we first did launch um, you know we we focused on brick and mortar we felt that that was uh, the important channel to focus on um, online was always going to be part of the play yes uh, we would have liked to have done it a little earlier but I think if you if you just go back to 2016 not too long ago um, you know we, we we believe that the timing was right um, it would have been A lot better if we got it uh, right at the beginning of this year, just in time for the lockdown, but unfortunately we were were unable to. But, um, yeah, we're going really, really well. You know, we've been launched for just over over 13 days now, um, and we've been very pleased with the results. That's actually really interesting because
0: everybody seems to have gone online now. It's a challenge to buy sports apparel, or any apparel for that matter, online. What were some of the challenges that you had on the back end? I mean, it's it's you don't just stick a T-shirt online. You you have to put a lot of work into the back end, the fulfillment. How do you deal with those sort of things? Or are you using a, 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 an existing distributor to help you in those spaces?
1: We we do have a, a partner that handles our logistics. Um, but you know, to the, all the points that you've just mentioned, you're exactly right. I mean, those were all the challenges: um, sizing, um, the, the how. How does someone uh, shop, um, you know, accurately for an athletic brand? These are all things that um, were, were very challenging, and I think that if we did uh, get those things right a lot quicker, we, were, we would have launched at the beginning of this year. But, you know, if you've got a, a U.S. brand as well, you know, your footwear sizing, you know, just take that as an example. You've got U.K. sizing, U.S. sizing, European sizing. You know, for us as South Africans, we shop using the UK sizing and a lot of consumers, they don't even know that. They just, they see a size and they're assuming that, um, you know what, what they're actually looking for and what their size is. So.
0: Funny you mentioned this. I'm in court online with the exact problem. I ordered a, a, a number which I was comfortable with and when it arrived it was the wrong number.
1: Exactly. So. You know, all of those things are um, we had to sort of sort out. Um, size charts and all of that is very important when it comes to these online uh, stores. Uh, and, and each brand is slightly different. You know, a large is is a slightly different cut to another brand. So it isn't easy. Um, but once you get your your customer and they become a regular customer, then they then they start learning their size, and and so um, those kind of things will will be a lot easier going. Through going into the future
0: well obviously being a fairly new brand in south africa perhaps people are not entirely comfortable with under armor sizing so what happens in the case that you order some stuff from under armor and it arrives is it quick and easy to return it if it's the wrong size do you have a challenge around that
1: well uh you know time to talk about logistics here uh for me i've always said that um your e com solution, your online solution is very much a logistics solution. Um, it's actually quite easy to build the website and to sell something on 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 a web shop. What what does become challenging is logistics. And we've been very careful in how we've um both our service level agreement with our partner um, and the reverse logistics, exactly what you just mentioned. Um is probably the most challenging thing, in my view, for a uh, online store. So for us now, it's early days, uh, but we've got a solid reverse logistics uh, solution in place. If you purchase something and you are unhappy with the size and you need to return something, we fully set up to pick that up, uh, get that back to our warehouse and, and replace it. So, um, time, will, time will will tell, but I'm very confident that we are, have got all the solutions in place.
0: So people are quite, uh, quite can quite happily uh, add to cart. Uh, you know, as they say, is the best thing to do. Add to cart and send the goods. They quite comfortably yeah. can try them on. If it's not right, just uh, drop you a quick message, and you guys will send the couriers to re- to pick up the goodies and send them the correct size down the road
1: yes for sure um obviously COVID uh, does add a challenge to that and in, in those returns so we've got a process back at the warehouse that those any return product goes into a quarantine area before it goes back uh into the pixels um so that we are also keeping our consumers in mind and sure that they are protected.
0: brilliant now technology obviously technology has become a huge part of most brands today and sport is no different to uh, pretty much any other brand or any other product out there. Tell us a little bit about some of the technology that's now being built into um, some of the Under Armour products. I know I've tried some of the hover shoes with little sensors. So give us a little little bit of insight into what's new and and where you see that whole technology side of of shoes, which most people don't even think about, and other technology like wearable stuff.
1: Yeah, I would say that that's probably the most exciting uh, technology that Under Armour has right now. Apart from their apparel that has always been, um, in my view, uh, the most innovative materials that they bring to the market, um, footwear has been a very exciting uh, category for for Under Armour. They they are relatively new to the footwear game. Um, And the hover technology and uh, the the footwear that they are releasing – In the run category, um, is amazing. You know, they 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 provide a there's a chip inside the shoe that tracks your your run, Um, and you don't need your phone with you. It's a low energy Bluetooth chip that connects to your phone, but you can leave your phone um, at your at your residence or your home, and off you go. You can go and run on your, and when you get back into the range of your telephone, your your chip downloads your your run to your to your app, um, and the chip will outlast the the actual shoe, so you never need to charge it. Um, That's a huge because everybody, you, yeah.
0: halfway through your run, you look at your watch and you see, oops, I forgot, oh something, you forgot to charge it overnight. So the chip yeah. has got a built-in battery; it's all in the shoe, and it lasts as long as the shoe or longer.
1: Correct, yes, and. Um, it, it adds a lot more information to, to your run. If you're interested in cadence and angle of foot strike and all of that kind of thing, which typically your, your watch won't tell you. The one thing that the, that the chip doesn't give you, it's not GPS enabled. So, I mean, that's quite a, a high energy, um, uh, source that would need. So you would need to charge something like that, but that's okay. A lot of people run with their, with their watch, um, and the shoe, uh, and, and, yeah, it's a, it's a fantastic innovation, um, and if you ask me what our big point of difference is right now in the run category, I would definitely say that that's the, uh, that's the one.
0: So it's not just the foam that makes the difference. There's actually a little bit of technology built in.
1: Foam is also special. You know, um, a lot of brands <laughs> have to, have have That had to mention the foam. EVAs. Everyone's doing that. <laughs> yeah. And and you know the a lot of the other brands have great great products, you know, and great EVAs and, and I think there's that that race that innovation race is always on between the brands. Um and that's that's great. But um, you know, what we have is this chip. Um and uh and and, and that's definitely uh taking a lot of the athletes are, are taking note of it, um and we're getting fantastic traction in that run category. You know, when we started this brand uh, only 2% of our sales came out of footwear. You know, we right up now at about 25% of our total sales is out of footwear because of the, the great innovation that they brought to market. And, and that's the, the only reason I can say it, you know.
0: And the feedback from athletes with regard to how this is, as I mentioned earlier, I'm not a runner, I've tried, and it, it, it gave me lots of information, didn't help my running much because I'm not a particularly great runner. But, I mean, the average... The average semi-serious or even professional runner have they reported really good results using that type of information?
1: Yeah, um, you know, the there's a coaching uh, piece to the to the app as well, and the information that you get. So um, you can use it anything from just wanting to know how far you've gone um, to say so, to using the app as far as I want to get faster. How do I get faster? And then the 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 information and, the, and the, the virtual coach will tell you, you know, how you, how you need to either shorten your stride, increase your stride, um, improve your cadence, et cetera. Um, so you can use the information as much as you would like. Um, and, and the response has been fantastic. You know, what you can also do, one of the, uh, I need to add is if you do take your phone with you, um, and you got Bluetooth, um, you can connect the the ecosystem together and the coach can coach you during your run. So that's, that's um, quite cool. You,
0: so it actually tell you what what to do, shorten your stride, you know, increase the pace, exactly. things like that.
1: You can set the, the the speed you're wanting to go, and then during the run, you know, a K N coach will speak to you and say, "Come oh, on, you need to um, you know improve that cadence or or lengthen your stride, etc." Um, and and it coaches you through it. So that's also a really, really cool uh, innovation that they've come up
0: with. And that's based on absolute data, not just distance and GPS and and stride from a normal watch. This is much more granular from the point of view of how you're running and how your foot's hitting the ground. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, that's killer. It's crazy you've got technology coaching you from your feet these days. So it's no longer someone watching a video. And um, it makes a big difference. Do you see? I mean, you're probably privy to some of the Under Armour plans going forward. How do you see this technology expanding or or, or growing within in the space? I mean, you you essentially are a a clothing retailer and footwear retailer or wholesaler, Um, and now you're becoming a bit of a technology company. How does that impact what you do and, and what's what's put on the market?
1: You know, look, what I can tell you is, is being involved with this brand since 2016. Um, I, I've always been blown away uh, about their innovation that they bring to market. I don't. They're very. They're quite secretive about their innovation pipeline. Um, and and you know, every meeting that we do have, they give us little bits. <laughs> um, but keep you it know, guessing. Yeah, exactly. Um, but what I can guarantee is that there will be some amazing stuff into the future. They always have, and they've, they've been um, that's been the core of their of their existence is is really trying to be the best and most innovative brand. Um, they they want to provide products uh, for the focused performer they call it, um, and they're driven by making all athletes better. And um, I'm sure that we're going to see some fantastic things uh, from them into the future.
0: I'm looking forward to that. But now there's an added thing that we, we sort of hinted at and didn't really discuss. Retail has become a huge challenge. Currently, with social distancing, all this lockdown stuff that's going on, people are perhaps and understandably really worried about getting out of the house, out of their little cocoons, going to public places, going shopping, going shopping. For whatever reason, they don't want to buy online. You guys have come up with another plan, uh, online, which can assist in that regard. Tell us a little bit about that. I won't.
1: So we, we've launched four, uh, different ways to shop. Um, and, you know, as we went into, into lockdown, um, my the team, uh, to, to come up with ways that we can address the consumer, uh, in a very different way. Um, to address the, the, the concerns around COVID, um, and there, there was quite a lot of ideas that came to the table, but we chose the four uh, that I'll, I'm about to talk about. And um, I'm extremely proud with the team and in how we put this together uh, in a quick way. One of the, the one of the driving things was that we had to also and use the existing applications and technology that was out there um, so that we didn't go have to go in, into a lengthy development um, to come up with the solutions so the first one was um, the, the virtual shopping which um, you can go on to our our website and you can book a virtual shop with a, a tech specialist within the within the store um, you need twenty four hours uh, sort of advanced, uh and and then that, that tech specialist will get hold of you and set up an appointment, either using Zoom or Teams or whatever preferred technology um, and um, VC tool that you would like to use. Um, and then the, the tech specialist will ask you a few questions around what is your interest and what's your sizing, et cetera, et cetera, so they can narrow the shop down for you. And during your, your session, um, they'll take you through what's available in store, um, and they will bag that for you, and you can pop into a pickup point at the mall, um, do the transaction, and, and off you go without even coming into the store. So there's um, no there's no
0: there, the the there's no real online e-commerce part of that. In other words, it's a a virtual personal consultation. You order correct. what you want, and then you pay when you receive.
1: We've had a we've had a request to. To also um, deliver uh, to to everyone, uh, you know, if you if you shop to to opt for delivery, and so we're going to build that capability in um, now. Uh, but yeah, it's it's had a great response, uh, and um, it's new though. So I think you know the, a lot of these these initiatives it's, it's interesting for a consumer, um, and we certainly have had a hell of a lot of interest in it. Um, but I think as we go, it's going to pick up the momentum, you know.
0: Well, I've um, noticed for, for the Santon store, which is closest to me, it's quite difficult to book an appointment right now. So people are obviously using the platform.
1: Yes, yes, correct, Josh. So it, 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 it is definitely ramping up. Um, that's the one, the one initiative. The other initiative is is uh, we call Driveway Ninjas, where we can, uh, using a very similar process, um, it's just a little bit longer lead time, We'll come to your house um, with a, a range of, of apparel and footwear, depending on the consultation that you have. Uh, and we we come and show you with a tech specialist, and, and right from the from your driveway, your living room, you can you can shop our goods as well. Um, that's another initiative that we've put in place. Uh, we've also got an initiative where where we can come to your work using a very similar process as well. If you say I've got a a, a business here that's interested as well. You know, we've got um, a trailer uh, and we bring that to your, to your office uh, and in a similar process as well. Bring a range of Under Armour goods um, and uh, come to your office.
0: So that's the ultimate, of per- ultimate in personal shopping. I mean, you, make a, you, you book a slot and someone arrives with a, a truck full of gear that you can, you can shop from. That's actually, a, that's actually a very cool concept. makes you feel like a
1: little film story. We need yeah. We need to think of everything here, you know. Um it's uh I think that's how do we,
0: it's innovative how do we we to,
1: crazy time. Yeah. Uh yes, so we've had a few bookings on that. Um, again though, I think it's gonna take some time and we're gonna put a bit of marketing spend behind it to ensure that the, the consumer knows exactly what it's what what it entails and what it's all about. Um, But you know, also, we recently launched, um, and we're very excited about these programs. We're certainly not going to stop them either, or post COVID. That was one of my (laughs) questions.
0: Do you see this as an ongoing
1: service? Absolutely. You know, it's this time has been fantastic for the team because we've we've been forced to really innovate and innovate quickly. You know, um, and and the the e-commerce and the user experience and and everything that's that's now. We, we busy talking about, uh, the new, our new, new normal, all of these things, I think has, has been good in a way. Um, it's, it's made us, um, really start thinking out the box, you know, um, and e-commerce for me, you know, we've shot forward five years, you know, um, it's, a, it's a great thing. Uh, e-commerce was always going to be big in, in South Africa. In my view, it was just going to take time. Um, this has this has really sped that up, and it's been a catalyst to uh, a lot more people considering online shopping as their as their option.
0: That's that's really good to hear, and it, it actually makes perfect sense. You were mentioning our time is getting close to running out, so you mentioned a fourth option that you guys have.
1: Yeah, the fourth option is is you can actually book the store out. Um, so obviously, we can't close the store during the normal operation hours. Um, but we've set up a. Also, using the same booking process, you can book the store before the store hours or after store hours, um, and we will reserve that slot just for you. We'll get our staff in, uh, and you will have an hour of the store all to yourself. You know, if you're really concerned around um, the, the the COVID and and where we are. Um, that's an option that we're also offering. But again, you know, it's, it, this will continue going forward. Some people, you know, love that idea. And, um, and some <laughs> I can imagine the superstars
0: want exclusive access to your entire store for an hour. It's, it's pretty true. extreme, but it makes some sense. So i would be very keen to hear in a few weeks if that's taken off as you anticipate. But I think I'll yeah. be surprised. I think that's a very great idea. So now, where where do our listeners find out more about this? What is the website? How do they they get there? Um, and and you know, is there anything else that you want to add with regard to this whole new blended shopping experience, virtual and physical and 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 you know online
1: yeah the the web the web shop is underar dot c o dot um and and there is our our traditional uh, e com web shop that you can go and purchase our goods on um the the other portal is the the booking um app, which is underar dot com uh, and on that uh microsite you can then Book the the virtual shops and and uh, book a shop at home, etc. Um, and then, yeah, I suppose just in in closing, you know, we're just trying to do the best we can for for our consumers, you know, and think of every uh, possibility or, or make it as easy as possible for our consumers to to get our goods. Um, and hopefully, we hopefully we're doing that. Um, and please, you know, if there's any Information or any ideas uh, that that our consumers would like us to to think of, um, please get all of us.
0: Um, so as, as as
1: retailers, you're as fast as your shoes. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> but uh, we again, you know, we need to. It's it's uh, it's super important at, at this time, and and I just only hope that. Um, that we've provided solutions uh, that are innovative enough uh, to address our consumers' needs in a time
0: like that. Well, brilliant, Paul. Well, thanks for joining us. I think that's crazy clever. I mean, your team really must have thought of some clever things to come up with this because really it is a challenge. People are concerned about going out. And here are all these various options which are not just pure e-commerce. It's not a matter of click and add to cart. You can actually physically add to cart which is quite a, a strange thing. But thanks for joining us. We'll stay in touch and see how this all pans out. And I'm looking forward to some of your uh, technology pipeline stuff as it comes out. Maybe I will become a runner at some point. But thanks for joining <laughs> all the best us. That. Um, we'll yeah, thank you soon. very much for having me. Yeah. Thanks so much. Bye. This is Tech Talk with Stephen Ambrose on 101.9 High FM. So now back to technology And it's been a big week in many ways. The last couple of weeks, companies have slowly crept out of their various lockdowns. And the interesting thing, because of technology, is very much something that can operate from home. As long as you have a good Internet connection and a decent laptop, you can pretty much get on with anything. But the big news this week was Apple's Worldwide Developer Conference. And the Worldwide Developer Conference happened in Cupertino, at their new head offices, I watched it sort of live as they zoomed around their campus to the various people announcing all the things, and tons and tons of new um, software. The, the developer conference is very software-focused, but it definitely uh, gives hints as to what new hardware is coming. But before I get into that, I've got another quick live read. I've just been told that I have to do them now. Um, been there, done that, got the T-shirt. Well, the T-shirt that you don't have is a High fm T-shirt. Don't despair, though. Here is how you can get one. Hi-FM is currently appearing on the electronic billboard corner Grayson Drive and Catherine and Santon. So if you drive past, take a photo, tweet it to at High fm or post it on Facebook and tag 101.9 High fm When we see it, we'll give you a T-shirt. It's that simple. So tweet it or tag it on Facebook. You only have until Friday the 26th, which is tomorrow. So get driving, go wander past the Grayson Drive in Catherine and Catherine Santon billboard. Be there, heard that, get the t-shirt. And I'm just going to go back to, um, what, what all the new announcements from Apple, uh, are because there's some really big ones. Obviously the new iOS version of iOS, which will, which has rolled out in preview format. I'm trying it. It's very cool. It's, Certainly caught up and borrowed some of the key features of Android. We always have these Android versus iOS discussions, but simply you can now place a clock or a widget right into your, your home screen along with all your other, um, apps that are there. Very much in fact exactly like you do in Android. And it works really, really well. There are a lot of interface changes and a huge amount of security improvements. I'm not going to get into them now, but essentially, You have to give permission to every single app, whether they can share your data, and you get notified when an app is sharing your data. A little yellow dot pops up in the top of the screen, just above the signal bar, and you can actually see when you are sharing data with your various people. Siri has been improved hugely and the notifications have also been improved hugely. So for example, when a WhatsApp call comes in, it doesn't take over your whole screen. So if you're busy doing something else or typing, it pops up at the top in a nice little band and you can answer it without stopping everything and a lot of improvements in that space I've been playing with it as I said for the last few days and I'm very very impressed at how much they've slicked up the operating system now it's going to go through a whole beta phase you're only going to see iOS 14 sometime towards the end of September and I expect a lot of um changes coming and I will go through some of the other elements so for now it's more an interesting thing for developers and as it as it improves and as more and more widgets come it's going to probably get a lot better. And they haven't ignored iPad. The iPad OS, which is basically the same as iOS, um, has been improved. A lot better Apple uh, Pencil use, which is quite cool. Um, and bigger than that, obviously, there's new version 14 for Apple Watch, Apple TV, a lot of improvements across those various things. Again, in beta, you can try them now. The public betas, for all you interested people, will be sometime in the next uh, couple of weeks should be early July and then you can try them for yourself um, and before I carry on with the biggest news from WWDC I think we've got to take a one last quick break for our sponsors and I'll be back straight after this this is Tech Talk with Stephen Ambrose on 101.9 High FM now, back to the WWDC. Apple had one more thing, and it was a huge one more thing in many, many, many respects. Over the last 10, 15 years that Apple have been making products, they've made fundamental changes to their their laptops and their desktops via the various um, chips that they used only twice. And the biggest change, and probably the most popular change that they've ever made, which drove the growth of the MacBook Pro and the MacBook Air considerably was the move to the Intel chip a couple of years. Well, quite a few years ago. And what it did, it suddenly made the, the Mac very compatible with all sorts of, um, of operating systems. In fact, I, for one, love running Windows on a MacBook Pro. It's smooth. It's fast. It has better battery life. It's just brilliant. And, you know, if you're in business and you're in commerce today, Windows and and offers for for Windows rules the roost and it's just so compatible so that worked extremely well. But for a while now there have been rumors and and Mac and Apple have been creating their own systems on a chip, their own processors for their mobile devices and for their iPads and for the Apple TV for that matter. Um, on their own bat. they've been doing it and developing it and using some of the latest technologies and currently the The chips that Apple use in their smartphones are more powerful than most laptops from a couple of years ago and much more energy efficient. And obviously, the ability to completely control the stack from all the way down at the silicon level through the operating system and manage absolutely every aspect of the user experience and the experience of the hardware and the software makes for a huge um, advantage in terms of just seamless And complete operating improvement. And a case in point is that iOS penetration, the latest version of iOS penetration across the billions of devices that run iOS is extremely high compared to Android. Where Android's hugely fragmented, a very small percentage of the devices, pretty much only the latest devices run the latest level, uh, Android's version 10 whereas the rest work on a mix and a multiple mix of patched and unpatched uh, elements of, of of Android. And that actually is a real challenge. It's a challenge for the, ecos- the app ecosystem, and it's just a challenge for security across the vast amount of mobile devices out there. But what Apple announced, and the big, big deal is, is that there's a new Mac OS called Big Sur. Now, Big Sur will come out in, again, the September-October timeline area, and it is a complete rewrite of um, the Mac operating system. And the big thing hidden amongst all of that was very simply that they are going to be making their own silicon on MacBook Pros, and that silicon will come out, and the new MacBook Pros will come out towards the end of this year. And it is a completely... ARM-based operating system, so it'll be an operating system that is almost identical in in its core underpinnings to what is happening on a mobile device. And in fact, one of the great benefits of the new operating system that'll run on Mac is that any app written for um, for uh, iOS for your iPhone will run now perfectly on your Mac desktop. So it's a huge, huge, huge change, and in many ways completely upsets Intel's. Um, dominance in the desktop Laptop operating um, uh, Chip system And there is one huge drawback The Mac will then no longer be compatible And will not run Any x86 which is Intel Architecture programs like Windows 10. However They have said that there's going to be something Called Rosetta 2 which will run Any older Mac programs On the new Mac in a virtualization Platform and theoretically It will also run Unix and any Windows type setup um, equally well in a type of emulation platform. But it changes a lot of things. The huge benefits of their own Silicon One is the full integration of the platform across hardware and software. And they believe that they'll be able to almost double the battery life of your laptop and give you far more power for all sorts of things uh, like playing games and you know just generally doing very heavy tasks. So they maintain this is going to be a massive improvement going forward. And on that note I will have more detail about all the new other other items that they announced. But Intel are not happy, Mac are making their own silicon, iOS 14 is coming, and there's big changes coming in the Apple world. But until next week, right here, stay tuned to Hi FM and Definitely tune in next week for the next update on all the latest technology right here on Tech Talk on FN.